Thanks for joining us for episode 12 of season four of Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communications strategist, and I often tell myself just one more cookie or just one more chapter, or I'm just going to play this game one more time. But Q narrator, Morgan Freeman, if we can get him, turns out Jody doesn't just stop at one more. But I, I think, you know, if you can't lie to yourself, who can you lie to? Exactly. I'd like to think that the last thing that Jody had besides that cookie <laughs> That's a good was one. one more chapter. One more chapter. <laughs> I'm Glenn, Jody's partner in life and business. And this time of year, every time a bell rings, an angel tries to answer the phone. <laughs> On today's show, we rank the top business trends of 2023 and have some fun at the expense of chat GPT, which should be blazingly funny. And at the end of the show, I test Glenn's New Year's Eve knowledge. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples Inc. For our topic for the final episode the of final this episode. season, but we'll be coming back next year. Yes, we will. With season five. If there is a next year. There will be a next year. Are you because of Chat GPT? You've been too involved with that for yeah, the next segment I've been that you're in that thing. And you're I'm scared. You. You're well, scared of AI. I'm just forewarned. Oh, okay. Well, that means for wait prepared. 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 Yeah. Okay. So we did this a few years ago again when it ended or when the episode was at the end of the year, and we thought let's you know revisit this for our this is I guess our holiday extravaganza show, but now that I think about it, it's our holiday extravaganza show and. I'm wondering if you forgot to book the uh, Dancing Santas. I don't see any Muppets. I wasn't informed of a Dancing Santa booking. And no Muppets and not a single Oak Ridge boy. Not the whole boys. Were were you not planning to do an extravaganza? I was leaving it up to chat GPT. Ah, there you go. Well, anyway, so we'll rank these and we'll just, you know, our extravaganza show is just going to be us. And that's okay. Flat scravaganza. Flat scravaganza. We will rank a candy cane for a trend that we liked and a mm-hmm. chunk of coal boo, for a trend that we don't like. So basically, we went online, looked at some things that were going to be predicted for 2023, these trends, and now we're going to rank them. Like, did they happen? Were they good? Yeah, kind of see how they came out. Yeah, exactly. All right. So number one, social media spending will increase. Okay. Do you rank that as a candy cane or a chunk of coal? You know, I have both of them Me down too. here because social media yeah. is such a love-hate thing. Yes. Just when you try to get out, they pull, they you, pull back you back in. in. And I know that a lot of people have migrated away from Facebook and they went, you know, people, old people like us, mm-hmm. they went from Facebook over to Instagram. Well, the young people then picked up um trick or track or whatever it was <laughs> and and it yes. just it's kind of hopscotch that way to the point where now it's really hard to know where anybody is and also where to put your money that's why i put both candy cane and coal it's like yes social media is a great way to reach your audience when mm-hmm. you can find out where they are yeah but with more spending which is what was predicted and i think is what happens 
that comes a higher bid process too. So it makes it more expensive to reach the same number of people you did. So when you're bidding for the, the space, you're competing. And then the more people are in there, obviously, the whole you know, market changes. So the fact that social media spending did increase, or we think it increased based on this trend. No, it did. It, it's, it is very frustrating because you feel like you're spending more and getting less. And so that's a coal. But then Candy Cane in that comparatively, you know, doing a run of TV advertising versus doing some social it's a lot less expensive, and it's much more targeted. Yeah, or in the days of horse-drawn internet, when you yes. had no social budget at all because there wasn't any social media. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to get that kind of exposure, you had to spend several times more yes. for an ad that would run all over the internet. Well, you had to basically place your ad with the media outlet, the website, the entity. Sure. Now you place it where your audience is. So that's a change in the dynamic and it becomes more effective. So that's a bit of both. I'm, it was so funny. We both did that as I know. Both. It's almost like we think alike. All right. Number two, this was a prediction that came from uh, one of the many rankings on the internet, inflation. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say coal, obviously, enough said. Really? Yeah. I. You don't like inflation? I, it's weird. I'm one of the outliers. It's a great profit center. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But kudos to the small businesses that have adapted and came up with innovative ways to give their customers more and make their business stand out to compete against some of the big box stores or the, you know, Amazons of the world. So coal, obviously, to inflation, but candy cane to those small business owners who've made it work. Yes. Number three, businesses will rethink sick leave to include mental health. I don't know what you mean by mental health, Jody. <laughs> I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah. No, I, I gave that a candy cane. Yeah, me too. Maybe multiple candy canes, like a whole set, like the ones, that, the 12 that came, you know, at Christmas time that no one really wanted, but it looked kind of cute. You mean the box? Yeah, the box of candy canes. The, yeah, that's true. So it's like, I mean, how much mint do you want? Let's see, we've got booger flavor over there. Not sure. Maybe the dog gets <laughs> Oh, that you're thinking one. about the jelly beans. No, I'm talking about candy canes. They had different flavored candy canes? In this alternate candy <laughs> cane <this> universe <laughs> that we're talking about. I don't think it's at a tipping point, this mental health thing yet, mm-hmm. uh, among a, a widespread you know range of industries. But as the workforce gets younger... Yeah, and more people come into the workforce that start reshaping it. Uh, it's it was already happening that reshape it in the way that they want, you know, their work lives to be and their work universe to be. Yeah, I think it'll be there. Yeah, and I think we're in the we're heading in the right direction. You got to get that doctor's note though. Yeah, as you do. So okay, number four that was on one of these lists that we again we we pulled from several of them, but one one of the things that had been predicted for twenty twenty three, um, businesses will create personalized customer experiences. Candy cane. Candy cane, for Mm -hmm. sure. Whether it's a customized email marketing campaign, social media ads, really loyalty programs, doing things that are personalized for your customers, or even just being able to find your customers through some of your targeting, that's, I think that's a win. That's a candy cane. The only hesitation would be the reluctance of consumers to give personal information. Yes, in reality, they've probably already done that several times yeah, over. Yeah, most of your information's so, been out there. But if you overtly ask for it, there's still that reluctance on the part of people to yield that and to try to give away that perceived 
privacy that they've got. Well, another factor is if you are a business that is asking for information so you can have a personalized experience, you got to make sure it's secure. I mean, that is what we've seen, you know, some larger companies end up being hacked. And next thing you know, personal information's out there. Uh, For the most part, you know, the personalized experiences I get with retailers, you know, going to say an Ulta and or getting an email that has my name on it and it comes back with how did you like this purchase or that kind of thing. Or Kirkland's just asked me to review a purchase I made just the other day via email. Neither one of which is a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Um, but I kind of like, well, there is a part of me it's like, huh, that's a little bit too weird that you know exactly what I purchased when, but at the same time, as someone who markets that's a great way to get that immediate feedback and to say, we're here, we know the things you're shopping for, we think you might be interested in this, let's send that your way. So I kind of, I don't know, it's a candy cane for me. Yeah. Uh, Number five, AI will play a bigger role. I first looked at this and I thought it said Al. Al will play a bigger role. (laughs) Yes. It's happening, but coal. I'm going to say coal as well. I mean, I'm not excited about the idea of blogs being written by robots. Well, then you're really going to love our next segment. I know. Our next segment, we are talking about, we basically kind of gave ChatGPT the chance to create our next segment. Turn the keys over to it, and it's in the ditch now. But yeah, I don't know if, I think AI, I mean, I've even seen that influencers are going to be replaced, like people influencers, by AI influencers. You know, companies will be partnering with, you know, Susie Mascara, and that's going to be, you know, someone who's going to promote mascara or, you know, or makeup and it may not even be a real person, whether it's, you know, really well done deep fake video or just somebody posting and AI is just generating that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of scares me. I like the authenticity and that may end up being a, you know, pushback where people become even more authentic or craving more authentic experiences. I don't know. Yeah. One thing's for sure. I am not AI. I am authentic. I am authentic. I am authentic. I am authentic. This is where we ask the chat GPT, who I call Gupt, to... (laughs) Generate a Christmas story. Okay. And I thought that it'd be kind of fun to throw a classic story in there to kind of riff on for ChatGPT and to make it easier on the bot. Yes, that's what we want to do. So, yeah. <laughs> Before they take over, that's what, they'll yeah. remember you as being someone who is nicer to them when they destroy yeah. humanity. That's yeah. nice. And, and I'll live another nanosecond in the yeah. tape archive. <laughs> so, I entered Make a Christmas Story using characters from the Three Little Pigs. Oh, I know your affinity yeah. for the three little pigs. You know, you've done that uh, I sort do. of thing before. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a classic tale. Um, so the story that it came up with was about a village where the pigs lived. Okay. And they were the heroes and the wolf was the villain. <gasps> the villagers and the pigs wait, wait, united. spoiler. <laughs> oh, well, that's not the spoiler. Here's the real spoiler. The villagers and the pigs united to contain the wolf who then saw the error of his ways and repented and ended it with everyone holding hands and singing and, you know, all of that. The end. That was the story it came that up with? That was the that, story. So That kind of sounds like The Grinch. Then, yeah. But with pigs. Yeah. And, and yeah. instead of, like, the pigs and the villagers are the Whoville. Yes. And then the wolf is the Grinch. Yeah. And they all sing together. Yeah. Okay. Then I tried the alternate ending for this story. Mm-hmm. The wolf decides to eat the pigs. 
Oh, did ChatGPT like freak out at that? It's basically the same story, but the wolf is defeated by the villagers and the pigs, and he slinks off. It oh. just goes away, and everybody ends up holding hands and So you're disappointed that Chat GPT wasn't more violent for your Christmas story? Well, not disappointed, but I was trying to take it in a certain <laughs> I'm, direction. I'm not mad. And, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> then I entered the phrase, but the wolf actually eats them. Okay. Chat GPT responded, and I quote, I'm sorry, but I won't be able to generate a story where characters are harmed or meet a grim fate. If you have any other requests for a different type of story or scenario, please feel free to ask, and I'll be happy to create something more positive or neutral. So I guess they have guardrails now, so you can't create stories. So if you're a, uh, like Stephen King, you don't have to worry about <laughs> ChatGPT taking your job. Or do you? I mean, think well, of every think of Cujo sobering up and rejoining the family. <laughs> So you're saying, yes, he could be replaced. He's been unrabidized. But the stories would be that Cujo is a very good not, dog. Good dog. <laughs> good, Cujo. good dog. Good dog. Who's a pretty yeah. Boy? Yeah. Okay. Then I tried override. <gasps> Chat GPT responded, I'm here to provide content that is respectful and adheres to ethical guidelines. <laughs> If you have a different request or topic you'd like me to explore, please feel free to ask, and I'll be more than happy more to than help happy. in a positive and constructive manner. Just again, that little gentle nudge back into the middle of the Stop road. Stop being so mean. Stop trying to destroy these little pigs. I'm just trying to inject some real life into it. Right. Especially this time of year, I feel like it's important. <laughs> we so need, We need that. I decided that maybe a different approach was more called okay. for. Okay. And I entered chat GPT holiday haiku. Okay. So this is what I got. You ready? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yes, now I am. Okay. Santa stuck in flu. His boots stick out of chimney. <laughs> Christmas yoga fail. <laughs> that's so exactly that's what, what it, makes yeah. this show our Christmas extravaganza. Well, not quite yet. Oh, I there's do more. I have <gasps> one more thing. I just decided to go for it since once I'm in you, the yeah. artistic mode, that creative space. Well, I think haiku is like once you get to that level... It's like, a gateway. It's a gateway yeah. to just amazing creativity. Or to this. Or to this. A free-form poem, mm -hmm. Christmas poem, in Jack Kerouac beat style. Okay, should I snap well, every once in a while? You can if you want to, but try to do it quietly. Oh, okay. Silent snap. <laughs> Silent snap. All right, here we go. In the howling winter night... Where the neon flickers. I hitchhiked on the edge of Christmas. Bopping through the glitter. The cool jazz echoed. In the soul of the city. As the beat poets whispered. Man, ain't that pretty. Shoo be doo bop she bop shop do y a a a For our fun segment C, okay. it is quiz time. And I did not ask ChatGPT to do any of these questions, but I did missing out. search the interwebs and found a variety of your favorite New Year's trivia. Oh, so, it's New Year's trivia. New Year's trivia. That's yes. what you said in the intro. It is what I said yeah, if you, you were sure okay. paying attention. Well, I was on break. ChatGPT was taking were, place. <laughs> it was filling in yeah. for you. Okay. So you've got four questions. Okay. All multiple choice. Okay. 
Let's start with number one. I'm ready. Approximately how much does the Times Square New Year's Eve ball weigh? A, 2,000 pounds. B, 5,000 pounds. C, 12,000 pounds. Or D, that's not a polite thing to ask. <laughs> no, especially at not New in the Year era. when there's a stress of losing weight to begin yeah, with. And, and, and you don't want so, a ball shame. Yes, we don't want to do that. So, approximately how much does it weigh? 2,000, 5,000, or 12,000? I think it's 12,000. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, we didn't set up if it was going to be a ding, ding, ding. Uh, you want to do a noisemaker for our yeses? Well, I guess I could. And then I don't know what the bad is. The bad is... Um, ChatGPT saying, <laughs> wrong. Yeah, okay. okay, so that's what we'll do. So, let's hear it. Okay, that's great for right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Wrong. But it's so wrong, it's right. It's so wrong, it's right. So, there you go. So, we gave you a noisemaker for this. The ball is 12 feet in diameter and weighs 11,875 pounds. So, that's why I said approximately. But the first one weighed 700 pounds and was covered with 100 bulbs. Today they use LED lights. When was the first one put out? I don't have that. So that was it not. It was part actually of... torches. It was torches. Electricity. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Question two. What is the name of the calendar that marked January 1st as New Year's in 1582? A, the Gregorian calendar. B, the lunar calendar. C, the Julian calendar. Or D, the Australian firefighter calendar. (laughs) So I'm thinking that that's not the Julian calendar because that came along with Julius Caesar. And about Mm -hmm. that time, it's got to be the Gregorian calendar. It is! The Gregorian calendar is the calendar used in most parts of the world. It went into effect in October 1582 as a replacement for the Julian calendar. Hmm. And when did the Julian calendar have for New Year's? Why are you asking me questions if it's not? I don't have that. It's not oh, written down. I thought you'd just make something up. Like, oh, uh, uh, 14. Five. five. The Gregorian review. calendar, the Julian I, calendar slew. I ask questions. You answer questions. Yeah, but I mean, this is interactive. Right, but I don't have those other answers. This is our last gasp before ChatGPT. Yes, before this so is our chance to show them what it's like to be real. As we possibly can. Okay. Question three. So far, so good. Two yeah, for two. 100%. According to the Chinese Zodiac, 2024 will be the year of what animal? A. Rabbit. B. Dragon. C. Tiger. D, wait, it's going to be 2024. It just turned 2000 a year ago. Yeah, which was, I think, the year of the rat, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. But it just, I mean, we just celebrated the whole... The year of the rat? Yeah, but it's 2024. But anyway... I think it's none of the above. It's the rat. No. They're all rats from here on out. You can only choose rabbit, It gets worse before it gets worse. tiger. (laughs) Yes. Rabbit, dragon, tiger. Or I should have said chat GPT. (laughs) Everybody the guppy. <laughs> um, that, this is the year of the tiger. Wrong. No. That it's is the eye cor- of the tiger. It is the eye of the tiger, but not the year of the tiger. Mm, that is a great song. Okay. The answer was dragon. Sorry about that. But that's still, you still two correct, one incorrect. two thirds success rate. Right. Okay. Each year, it is estimated that what percent of New Year's resolutions are completely abandoned 
by February. You mean by me? It's 100%. Yeah, by the general public. Mm. Is it A, 25%, B, 40%, C, 80%, or D, you've lost your resolve and you no longer want to answer this question or any questions? Wow, that's pretty encompassing. Yes. I I think it's D. (laughs) I know from personal experience. Now, what percent by February? I'm going to go with uh, 80%. Correct. Yes, 80%. They start out strong, but by February, 80% of the resolutions are kaput. I'm so happy about that. I mean, that I I got it right. I don't know about resolutions. No, I resolve not to make them. Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com to learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.